This is the Catholic Life Coach with Jenny Gwen. This podcast is designed to share powerful life coaching concepts through the lens of scripture, church teachings, and the lives of the saints. My goal is to equip and encourage you to live a happy, healthy, holy life so that you can be the light of Christ for those around you. Hey friends, welcome to my podcast. We are in a heat wave here in the South. It is so hot outside and it is only June. I'm hoping that this is not an indication of what the summer is going to look like. So as you're listening to this podcast, I hope and pray that you are sitting somewhere nice and cool. I recently saw a quote on a church sign that really got me to thinking. The church sign said, We are just walking each other home. We are just walking each other home. As I said those words over and over in my mind, I realized what a powerful statement it was. When you look at our lives from the very simplest point, our goal is to get one another to heaven. That's the point of marriage, to get our spouse to heaven. That's the point of raising a family to get our children to heaven. Everything you do outside of that is simply busy work. As I thought about this quote, I thought the word home could have a couple of translations. First, home could mean rediscovering who you are at your innermost being in your heart and soul. Our world is so busy. You are constantly being pulled in a million different directions. You get on the hamster wheel of life searching for the next promotion, more money, the next new car, more things for your closet, or whatever shiny object catches your eye. You begin living your life from the outside in, rather from the inside out. You place your value and your worth in material goods and in the approval of others. This means it's never going to be good enough. You will have to run faster and faster on the hamster wheel to keep up with today's culture. It's exhausting, and you may find yourself feeling more and more empty, even though you're gaining more and more things. You may be experiencing very little joy because you were focused on the wrong things. I often have clients in my life coaching practice who tell me, that they should feel happy because they have everything. They have a nice house, a great family. They have all the stuff. They get to travel, but yet something is missing. They are searching, but they can never find that shiny object that fills them up. Guess what? You can fill your house with the latest and greatest objects until it is bursting at the seams, but happiness can still elude you. What your heart and soul need are not new objects, but space, space for prayer, space to go and be filled at church, space to allow fellowship and friendships with others who are on the same journey as you, the journey towards heaven. I am hosting a summer challenge with a group of women. The very first question I gave them as we set their goals and intentions for the challenge was very simple, but yet it required deep thought. I told them, ask yourself this question. What do I need right now? What do I need right now in this moment? 
Do you ever ask yourself this question? Do you allow yourself to answer this question? Most of the time, you probably assume what you need based on what you think society would say or how you compare your life to others. You look at your life and think you are lacking something compared to others, and you think getting that thing will fill you up and make you feel complete. When you find yourself searching for the next shiny object, it is because there is a hole you are trying to fill. You need something, but it isn't a thing. You are trying to find your way home, back to who you are and who you are called to be. All of the busyness and stuff distract you from how you feel on the inside. Maybe they cover up feelings of unworthiness, unhappiness in your relationship, especially in your marriage, fear, self-doubt, or even self-loathing for mistakes you've made in the past or things you haven't accomplished yet. So how do you make it back home to yourself so you can live without the burdens you've placed on your shoulders? First, ask yourself that question, what do I need? When you find yourself ready to hand over your credit card for that next purchase or checking Facebook to see how many likes or shares you've gotten for your post, ask yourself, what do I really need in this moment? What feeling am I pushing away? Am I feeling anger, unworthiness, anxiety? And here, I'm here to tell you, it is okay to feel all of those things. Those feelings are going to be part of the emotions that you feel in your life. We can't always feel good. But here's the thing. Those feelings aren't negative until you act on them in a negative way. You can experience anger. You can experience unworthiness and just feel it in your body without acting on it. They certainly don't feel good when you experience them in your body, but feelings cannot hurt you. When you just sit with a feeling and allow yourself to feel it without acting, you're connecting with yourself. You are bringing yourself back home. You're allowing yourself to live from the inside out rather than reacting to those emotions. Give yourself permission to feel that need that you have with what you truly need, connecting with your heart and soul, connecting with that home within you. Begin to recognize those emotions. See what triggers them. Recognize how they show up in your life and be aware of how you want to act when you feel them. Maybe you need to give yourself permission to step off the hamster wheel to stop, to rest, to relax, to have fun, to simply do nothing but enjoy nature, to float in the pool, read a good book, to journal, spend time in a quiet church, to sit around the kitchen table with your family, or to set boundaries with your work schedule. Or maybe you would purge instead of buying more. And something that we could probably all do is learning to say the word no so that your schedule isn't always packed. So I ask you again, 
What do you need? This is what will bring you back to your home, but to the heart and soul of who you are. In this home is where Jesus lives in you. It is where the Holy Spirit will guide you. Home will give you a new perspective on your life. It will help you see clearly what is most important to you and what you can release in your life, what pulls you away from living in your innermost being. So here's that quote again. We are just walking each other home. This journey towards home is not meant to be a journey that we take alone. We are built for community. We were created for community. As you are searching to get back to your home base, who you are at your innermost being, you don't have to go it alone. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to ask, ask for advice. Imagine a group of people walking into a football stadium. They are all going in to watch the game, but not everyone is there for the same team. In fact, as you walk in together, you're surrounded by fans who have your team's colors on, but fans in the other team's color as well. And when you get to your seat, you may sit beside someone cheering on the other team, but you both want your team to win. You are both hoping for different outcomes. Now, I want you to think about the people in your life. How many people around you are headed in the same direction as you, but hoping for a different outcome? Who do you want to beside you on your journey? Who do you want guiding and cheering you home? Now, imagine that there are three circles in front of you. There's a small circle surrounded by a larger circle, and then an even bigger circle surrounding both of them, almost like a bullseye. That inner circle are the people who are the closest to you. Maybe it's your spouse, your children, a parent, your immediate family, or a really close friend. Now, in this inner circle, there might only be a few people that you would put in there. These are the people who you love, who want the best for you, and who will also give you tough love when needed. They're the people who will say the hard things that you need to hear. This inner circle contains your biggest cheerleaders and those who help you find your way home even when you wander off your path. Who are the people in your inner circle? Who comes to mind as you listen to this? You get to decide who those few people are. Nobody can tell you who should be in your inner circle. These people are precious to you. You want to protect these people and keep them close because they want to do the same for you. As you think about these people, do you allow them to guide you on your walk home? Do you listen to them? Do you allow them to see your strengths but also your weaknesses? Now, you have to play a role for them as well. Your job is to walk alongside them to get them home, to encourage them, to make time for them, to share your feelings, to share your thoughts and beliefs, and most importantly, to share your faith with them. These are the people who will help you step off the hamster wheel and discover what you truly need in your life. Now, let's look at that next circle. 
It's bigger than your inner circle. This circle contains other family members or close friends. These are people you trust, people you spend time with, maybe a lot of time with, people you enjoy, people who inspire and motivate you. So who comes to mind for you in this circle? These people are also walking you home, and in return, you are walking them home. Now, it's important to make sure that whoever you allow in this circle is helping you to move in the right direction. Just like a football game, you want to be walking beside people who want the same outcome as you, right? You want, I've been there before and have been surrounded by fans from the other team, and it's not a fun place to be, especially if your team is losing. So you want to pick your circle carefully. You want to surround yourself with people who share their faith with you, people you can have honest conversations with, people you trust, people who accept you just as you are, people, will help, people who will help you get home to heaven. Like your innermost circle, you get to decide who is in the circle. Who are the people in your life who build you up? Who are the people who make you a better person? Now, as you start looking at it from this perspective, you may have to let go of some friendships or at least push them to the outer circle. Are there people in your life right now bringing you down, people who are always a struggle to be around, who leave you feeling empty or are leading you in the wrong direction? And even if you're trying to be a good friend and trying to connect with them, it doesn't happen with everybody. So if you have one of those relationships in your life right now, it's okay to release it. It's okay to let them go to that outer circle. Stop forcing them to be different and stop forcing yourself to act in a certain way to get their approval. So let's look at this third circle. It's the biggest circle. These are people who are in your life for many reasons. Maybe they are family, co-workers, friends in your neighborhood, friends from school, people in your community. They might just be friends on Facebook or social media. These are people who come and go from your life. They don't have the same impact on your life as the two smaller groups of people. The people in the third circle might or might not be part of your journey home. In fact, you may recognize that some of these people always lead you in the wrong direction if you aren't careful. These are the people you try to impress and get likes from. These could be the people that you yearn to impress to get their approval. You have this need for their approval. On the other hand, these people can also add joy to your life. They can be fun to hang out with and have dinner with. But your conversations won't be as intimate as those in your inner circle. We are just walking each other home. Where is your home? How is your faith life? If you had to rate your faith life right now and you were being completely honest, how would you rate it on a scale of 1 to 10? Do you spend time strengthening your faith? Are you going to church on Sunday with a grateful heart, ready to give thanks for all of your blessings? So think about the last time you went on a trip. It seems like a lot of people are going on trips these days now that the COVID restrictions have been lifted. You had to plan all of the details of your trip. 
You had to research plane tickets and check airlines for the flight times and fares. You had to look around and book accommodations that would have lots of amenities. You planned your days while you were gone to see different attractions. You made reservations for meals or possibly bought tickets for games or shows. And ahead of time, you did lots of preparation at home. You checked the weather. You made sure you had the appropriate shoes and clothing. And you tried to think of everything that you might need for your journey. So I ask you this. Are you giving this amount of detail to your spiritual journey? What if you just looked at your life in the same way? You are on a trip of a lifetime. And that trip is heading to heaven. What do you need to plan to get there? And who do you want traveling with you? Like, here's the funny thing. When you go on a trip, and even if you enjoy every minute of it, and you cannot wait to go back there, there's nothing like getting back home, getting back to your space, to what's familiar, and putting your head on your pillow in your bed. Because home is where you find your innermost being. It's where you are allowed to be who you are at your core. So you are on a journey home, home to who you are in your heart and soul. And when you find your home there, that will lead you to your ultimate home, your home in heaven. All right, friends, let's pray. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, help us to find you in the craziness of life. Help us to see your face above the distractions and noise. We ask that you give us the strength to release whatever holds us back from living the life you have designed for us. Let us seek your approval over the approval of others. Lord, please bless our families and those in our inner circles. Help us to love them like you would. We ask that you give us the strength to forgive others, but Lord, also the strength to forgive ourselves for the times we have fallen short. Lord, you are always beside us on our journey, even when we stray. Help us to walk beside you so that in return, we can walk each other home. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. All right, friends, stay happy, healthy, and holy, and I will see you next week. God bless. Holy Father, Holy Son, Holy Spirit. For more information on life coaching, go to my website, JennyGwynLifeCoach.com. I equip and encourage women to live a happy, healthy, holy life by creating an authentic relationship with Christ. As a life coach, I help you create a life that you love. A life full of great joy, no matter what you are facing. In life coaching, you will learn how to connect on a deeper level in your marriage and in other important relationships. You will learn to release unhealthy habits, feelings of unworthiness or self-doubt, and to replace them with self-love and compassion. I will help you to see that you are capable of so much more than you realize. On my website, you can learn more about life coaching and have the opportunity to schedule a complimentary discovery call to see what is possible for your life, in your marriage, and in your faith. For more information, go to my website, JennyGwynLifeCoach.com.
The music for this podcast is brought to you by The Vigil Project. They make music for the Catholic journey. To learn more about their ministry and to listen to more of their music, visit their website at thevigilproject.com. Thank you.